0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of What's Nerd. Today we're here to discuss Transformers Rise of the Beast. Now I'm not a big Transformers fan, I will admit. I've dabbled in Transformers over the years. It's not something that comprises a large part of my personality, but it's a, it's an interesting franchise and I think as kids a lot of people have had Transformers toys or tangential sort of either like there's Transformers of like Star Wars characters. the Transformers is very much part of kind of growing up cycle so to speak it's almost a rite of passage in a sense and you know so when this movie came around and it was kind of essentially a reboot as a um despite the bumblebee movie that does sort of link into this and is sort of referenced slightly in this movie it's essentially a a restart a reboot and um I've, i've got to be honest i was very interested especially because when i have dabbled into um or, and first did dabble into Star um in Transformers. Then he said Star Wars. Um Transformers. It was actually around Beast Wars, which Rise of the Beasts obviously is linked to that. Um dealing with that. Um the cer- certain characters from that. So that was very interesting to go and be able to see. Um I've got to be honest, the movie was a lot better than I thought it would be. It, it, it's a Transformers movie now. Certain things happen in a Transformers movie. Um explosions big robot fights obviously and like a grave world ending threat that's so huge and fucking astronomical it's just like how is that even gonna like you know the stakes are always gonna be high but the actual threat relatively low so if you go in with that sort of idea this movie fits into that perfect scheme i will say it has a lot of heart though which is i think is a really hard thing to do when a movie is essentially mostly cgi that the the two main characters in this movie, Elena and Noah, the the, the human protagonists, were great. Actually, I've got to, I've got to be honest. And um, the the voice work as well for um, Mirage, for example, I didn't even realize that was Pete Davidson until I looked it up afterwards. Um, and it was also nice to see Michelle Yeoh as um, Edge Razor. Is that the name? The Bird, basically, um, the Bird Transformer. But it was really nice to see these characters. Um, this kind of like part of my childhood that, yeah, I didn't focus on a lot, but it's nice to see, right? It, it, it's like reliving a little bit of your your childhood, even if you didn't, you know, get really big into it. So it was a really good movie. Um, I, I will, I think there were parts where you were like, oh, because like essentially across the movies, there's a lot of times where, and yes, they're robots and yes, they generally come back anyway, etc. etc. There was a lot of death fake outs in this movie, and I won't say much more than that. There was one that stuck, and I think that was the right one to have stick because it was it was sort of important to the the plot and was built up to in a way that actually felt um, earned for the story. But there's a few moments where it was like, oh, we're doing this again. We're gonna we're gonna fake out and They're not gonna they're not gonna pass, so to speak. But the, the movie was really great. It had some it, it had some it had some plot twisty moments. It had some little little interesting intriguing bits visually. It was a it was quite a stunning movie actually. I think they did really well there were some scenes where you were like oh especially the transformations right i mean we're watching transformers seeing the like optimus go from a truck to you know optimus is is one of the most interesting parts of the thing right i mean that's the toy that's the, that's the thing everyone remembers everyone remembers turning you know the toys bumblebee for example in, from a car into bumblebee and so you know i think they did really well Visually with this movie, I think the story. It was a simple story. Um, I, I think, I think anyone could go in there and watch that and not be confused at all, really, unless like you missed a few dialogue lines. But I think you pick it up again anywhere. I don't think it's that type of movie. It's it's a big action popcorn movie. You can sit and chill out and watch, and that's that's what it's meant to be. It's not meant to be answering any big questions or being particularly philosophical. Or being like like even comparing it from watching um Across the Spider-Verse last week. That like that movie's meant to be so many different things and so many like like there's so many like in Across the Spider-Verse you could literally pick apart a scene for maybe an hour and not see everything, especially with some of the, the bigger montage like moments. But this movie doesn't have that. This movie isn't that, and that's not a bad thing, by the way. This isn't me critiquing the movie, this is me saying this movie has a certain level it's appealing to and it's meant to it's meant to appeal to more casual people as well as the fans because this movie is trying to refresh a franchise and while whilst across the spider-verse isn't trying to do that and so there's a difference there and i it, it's evident by i went with a few people who again like me they hadn't really um invested in transformers much but and and maybe maybe knew less than me actually but they came out saying Sort of generally the same thing. Actually, that's probably one of, the, one of the better movies I've watched in a little bit. So it is good. I do think there's there's some character de- development there. I, I the the Pr- Optimus Prime that I'm aware of from media before is slightly less jaded, but this this one comes this this Optimus comes in very jaded and learns to kind of be be at peace with humans. I mean that that's kind of like Optimus's big trait. Like let we must protect Earth. Earth is like. Um, as important to us as Cybertron, right? But that's like something that is explored in this movie. I think it worked really well. I think the villain was one note because I think they had so many other things to do in this movie. You had to set, you were setting up because the real conflict actually is not the big big villain. It's about it's essentially about up like humans and or, and like Autobots learning how to work together. That's the real antagonist of the movie so to speak um but but like the the scourge and U- unicron were one-dimensional villains but that would that, that served the piece right that serves the movie sometimes you want a one-dimensional villain i mean that's what palpatine was for example back in the day the emperor was nothing more than um a few lines and hand gestures in um return of the jedi but it worked because veda was the, the conflicted villain veda was the one who had the more to Give us like palpatine could be that one dimensional character in that specific movie, so uh, you know there's sometimes where you can have one dimensional characters and they kind of almost allow because whilst I'm saying it's not a philosophical movie, this movie does have some sort of th- th- there's levels of discussion about what's happening and like being able to notice when someone is the same as you and and, and just because they don't look the same it, it, there's all that in there. There's definitely a lot of that in there. And um it was it was honestly it was a really, really good movie. Uh, one thing I do find funny and this is something that's come out and this is slightly spoilery. So if you don't if you want to watch the movie and you don't want this discussed, obviously feel free to come back later. But the end of the movie um sets up sort of the next thing which is a Basically, the main character of this movie, Noah, um, has been recruited or will be recruited to. Um, I, I'm not too familiar about how this works because I've never really got into this franchise, but the, the G.I. Joe's or G.I. Joe or however it goes. I don't know what it actually is. I'm sorry to those who like G.I. Joe. I've, I've butchered your franchise. But yeah, so he's been recruited to work for their organization, which seems to be essentially leading to a crossover and sort of a building out of a Hasbro. 80s action figure universe it seems but um you know i mean it's not not something that hasn't happened before i I have read up a little bit on this and it's not something that hasn't happened before in other media etc or like in the comics etc i think I'm, i'm talking i'm talking about stuff that i only tangentially know now which is very rare for me i really try to stick to my lane for the most part but yeah so I, I i want to kind of come in and discuss it a little bit fairly i think it's weird for me personally because it's weird when franchises crossover right so like for example a lot of people say well what are you talking about you love marvel and when they cross over and do big movies i do okay i love when star wars shows crossover but it's sometimes it's weird when crossovers like for example this is this is slightly off topic but final fantasy 14 for example um, did a crossover with Nier Automata, which is, so they have two games, in case anyone doesn't know. And these two games, yes, they're by the same developer, yes, they have sort of similar themes in certain areas, but they crossed over, and it was very weird because it, they didn't really sit neatly together until it was essentially pushed to meet each other. And I sort of felt, like, watching that movie, like, these two don't fit together for me on the screen. If that makes sense. Yes, it can happen in comic books and comic books are wild and weird anyway. For example there has been Power Rangers um, and DC crossover. There's been like, for example in the um, Injustice game there were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show up in that game you know, etc. So there's times where it's right. I just think sometimes movies can be a little bit more, it's harder to sell right? Because like you're saying, oh this franchise is over here, this franchise is over here we're actually going to merge those into the one franchise that's that's ball. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it won't work. It can work. Of course, it can. Anything can work. And some people will be like, "Yeah, I can't wait for the whole- that." Sounds so cool because they love Transformers and they love GI Joe, which is good for them. I don't know if I personally like. I think I would watch a Transformers movie. I don't know if I would be like if they said, "Oh, that's a Transformers and GI Joe movie." I'd be like, do you- "Am I interested in that?" I don't, like. I don't really know what GI Joe is apart from you know it seems to be this off the books government organization super military type thing which is cool yeah sure i mean don't get me wrong in other uh, franchises that's something that interests me but in this i don't know for me it doesn't i'm not it it doesn't excite me um but that's me and you know i'm not a big fan of this specific subset of genres so to speak and subset of um franchises should i say and, and like um property uh, intellectual property so i i may be out of i may be out of uh out of bounds on this one but overall the movie was great i i i i know i keep saying that but i do think it, i do think it is i think is it is it like masterful art no but not every movie has to be and i think the idea that everything has to have a meaning other than like hey we enjoyed ourselves at the end of the movie is silly like it doesn't all have to be even like like for example i had a conversation with someone the other day. And I jokingly said, "Oh, don't, let's not make up the anime is like cultured," and they got really offended. And I was I was primarily joking, firstly, but like also like I got kind of not shot back at me, but there was a com- like, there was a joke back that was like, "Well, Marvel isn't particularly cultured either." And I don't disagree. MCU movies, and, you know, there's been a conversation about this for a few years now, but MCU movies are not they're not peak storytelling. Like, yeah, they have good themes in them, and yes, sometimes they hit the nail on the head with certain, you know, discourse and certain ideas about, like, you know, philosophical things, et cetera. Yeah, sometimes, but not, not very rarely, And because I want to see superheroes punch each other. Not, not always. Superheroes do things. You know, I want to see superheroes be cool, because, you know, sometimes it's nice just to have baseline interesting things. If you want to watch something more gritty, wait for... Or, or like even more intellectual, wait for Oppenheimer or something like that for something that's going to come out that's like a little bit more like that. This isn't that movie. I don't think anyone going into Transformers movie has ever expected it to be anything more than robots fighting each other, which is essentially the the, the biggest premise of um, Transformers ever. So, you know, if you go in with that in mind, you're going to come out well in this movie. Um, yeah, I I think there was the I, I think that's pretty much. Is that it? I, I think that's sort of it. I, I don't know. I don't want to go over long on this video because I don't think... A, I don't have a lot to say that would be correct, if that makes sense, because I'm not a huge... um I'm not a huge... Like I, like I keep saying, I'm not a big fan, so I can't say anything speculative. Obviously, obviously there does seem to be like the idea of a sequel, idea of a few sequels, in fact. And like I say, there is there is a connection to Bumblebee, the movie that came out in twenty nineteen. Which, to be honest, I'm sort of tempted to go back and was it twenty nineteen? I think so. Uh, I'm, which I'm tempted to go back on. I've never watched it, so I would be te- sort of tempted to watch that, especially because Haley Steinfeld's big right now with um, with uh, Across the Spider Verse, etc. Well, she's a big star anyway, but you you know what I'm saying? She's kind of trending right now. Let's say, um, so that might be something I would watch maybe but like other than that i i think this i think this movie i hope it's a success i hope they they go on to make you know more movies but i don't know if i I, it's not it's not in the words of palpatine or or sort of a perversion of the words of palpatine i've spoken about palpatine twice in this podcast now but in the words of palpatine i don't think i'll be watching their career with great interest passing interest perhaps but that's because it's not something that really sits in my ballpark. But I did want to go and watch it because it was something that was sort of slightly nostalgic to me. Either way, I I think I will leave it there for now. This is a lot smaller of an ep- episode primarily because of what I've just said. But um, we, are, we will be back next week, I think, should all, all things work out, all things be good. We'll be back next week to discuss... The Flash, which I'm very excited about. Um, I've got, to, I've heard good things about this movie. Obviously, there's there's some controversy around it, especially considering uh, the Ezra Miller stuff. But we will be discussing it. We'll be we'll be watching, especially because it will now or at the end of the movie, the slate is set clean for um, the reboot under James Gunn, which obviously everyone's with bated breath waiting for. So, with that said, thank you guys for listening slash watching. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.